Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Talking about chicken a la king, mango and garbanzo, tabbouleh, Real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil, zucchini, ziti, granola, fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, where I interview amazing people with amazing minds. But all I care about is what is in their fridge. Today, my guest, he's one of my faves, an amazingly hilarious actor, writer, improviser, jack of all trades. He does it all. We met on the set of Bajillion Dollar Properties. Uh, you can listen to him doing multiple voices on the Fox animated series Housebroken. Please welcome Mano Agapion. Hi. Oh man. I know no. you go. I know you go by Agapion, but I I, I want to go. I don't care. No, I say both. I don't give a sh- give a shit. What is the official like Ellis Island pronunciation? See, and that's the problem because it it was changed at Ellis Island. Oh, okay. That's the issue. So that's why it's just like it's it's an impossible. It's a last name with a a a, a, a story, and who wants that? <laughs> um, but yeah, it used to be Agapius at Ellis Island, and oh, then some yeah. fun. Some that's fun problematic. Man. That's a problematic. Yeah, they hated it. Some fun weird man said, "Nope, it's an N." And that strange man working at Ellis Island changed the history of my family heritage forever. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Agapias. That Agapias. Yeah. Is that like but Greek? It sounds Greek. It's to Greek. Me. It's Greek. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. It's like my heritage is also all over the place. It's like truly like we're Greek via Armenia, and you know, I'm Palestinian Syrian. It's just, it's one of those fun mishmashes of heritage. It's a, it's a little melting hummus pot. It's oh a little my melting God. hummus pot. It's a melting and who pot of hummus. Who doesn't want a piping hot hummus? <laughs> melted <Yeah>. hummus. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. I guess I guess like donor kebab seems to be the that is the link through all those cultures. They all have some sort of At donor meat on kebab. a stick. Oh meat on God. a stick, baby. At the end of the day, we're just meat on a stick, Dan. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is your heritage all over the place or like no, baby? One? Pure bread. Pure Woo. bread. Woo! I'm not a rescue mutt like you. I have papers i have uh displaced hips hip dysplasia <laughs> yeah give me that uh, purebred pedigree i'm uh, iranian 100 percent. i love it i love it what a damn treat what a treat oh my god we're just two dogs we're meat on a stick we're dogs in a kennel we're siblings <laughs> from different miblings you know we, we, we got a lot in common and it's too bad people can't see us because we look kind of similar right now. And we have like the same microphone oh and God, headphone like colors and gray t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. Okay. Before we get into all the minutiae, it's time yeah. to get into your fridge. You guys can see Mono's fridge on my Instagram at standupdan. I'm going to share the screen. I was going to say, I'm going to pull up the picture, but this is much better. Okay. Here great. we go. We're sharing the screen. Now, my initial response when I saw this fridge yesterday, I responded to you and I said, what did I say? What were my exact words? Oh, God. Some- was it something like nice fridge? Or- yeah, it was like strong fridge or something strong like that. Strong fridge, yeah. And you responded, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were squawking at me or like, okay, so what do you mean by strong fridge? You're just like, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. There is. First of all, you're a comic, okay? Yeah. Automatically, this is like a 15 out of 10 for comic fridges. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's true. And, but I have, to, I have to say, I have a husband who's good at cooking. Yes. Okay. Well. So that's a huge difference. Like, he, the husband is uh, really bringing, like, okay, so, like, there's a lot of vegetables here, right? And just, just to, I don't want to step on your foot, but, like, he's yeah. the one who's bringing the vegetables to me in a compelling way. He's, like, creating a presentation that makes me go, oh, yeah, I do eat vegetables. Right. Okay. Well, just for people listening, uh, if you can't go to my Instagram, this is probably the most stacked to the gills fridge I've ever seen in my life. It's really? like you know when you know when your luggage is like too full and you have to sit on it to close it. <laughs> I imagine you guys have to kick this stuff in, and one of you closes <laughs> the door of the fridge. Yeah, it's it 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 definitely 
it varies, but it's it's pretty full. I would say it's pretty full. And um, and I just because I wanted to honor you, the pod, I didn't restage anything. As you can tell, there's a yeah. there's like a takeout container that's on the edge of glory, just like almost falling out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, I'm not going to fix it. That's what it was. It's walking the plank. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. almost time for it to leave. But look, this is. This is kind of the type of fridge that I, this is what I aspire to is a fridge mm. like this because there's a lot of very chefy ingredients in here mm-hmm. um, and a lot of wonderful accoutrements and sides that you can make here. So let's start, um, let's start at it. the let's bottom. I usually start at the top, but let's start at the bottom. I so love I'm seeing this. <laughs> a big piece of uh, Bristol Farms Parmesan. <laughs> I clocked even the store. I love it. <laughs> Love yes. that big, healthy piece of Parmesan. Do Do you yes. guys cook, or do your your husband does most of the cooking? He does most of the cooking, and I do all the cleaning. That's the that's the split. Uh. Um, so it's awesome. Just the other day, he made this really fucking awesome dish that and I'm, had Parmesan in it. So there was a dish he makes that's basically like a really elevated bean dip in a cast iron skillet. So you like you it like had like caramelized onions mushrooms uh big these big beans some cheese some herbs all that fun stuff and then you like cook it in a skillet till it gets like crunchy gooey and crunchy on the edges and then you have good sourdough and it's like an elevated oh baby that sounds amazing it's really good yeah then that was definitely in there so then we have uh, I, I can't really tell what a lot of this stuff is. What is this little like it looks like a, almost a yo like a like a yeah. jello like a little single jello serving thing. Super yummy. So that's like uh cuz we live near some great Asian grocery stores. You know, my husband's Japanese, so he like really loves the good Asian grocery stores and one thing they have there is like the jello at an Asian grocery store is so much better than American jello. It really? is Really? So much better. So, like, wait, I've never, these, is this Japanese Jello? I've never I even heard of it. I believe so. Yeah, it is so good. You can get it at any of your Asian grocery stores. Your ninety nine Ranch, your Mitsuas, any any of them will have them. Whether you're in Little Tokyo, whatever part of town you're in, ninety nine um, Ranch, by the way, is the worst name for an Asian grocery store. <laughs> yeah, it makes zero sense. Whatsoever. I think it was that thing where they were like, "How how American can we market this?" You know what I mean? Ninety nine. Ranch cowboys, super great, <laughs> yeah. super great freedom uh, plus jeans. <laughs> yeah, there's these awesome little jellos, and they have fruit in them. But the jello itself is like it puts regular jello to shame. It's just like juicy, and it's like not just jello. It's like jello flavored with fruit juice. So it's like oh, okay, juicy and refreshing. Big wreck. I've never had a desire for jello in my life i don't think in fact and i know this is very gauche to talk about i talked about it on the last episode i uh-huh. had to get a colonoscopy recently mm-hmm. and in the prep they're like you can't eat anything at all on that last day but you can have jello and they put it in bold and italics like hey here's <laughs> it's not all that bad and i was like That's who funny. cares about jello and i just didn't eat anything I um, wish I had given you some premium Jello. Uh, it would have given you something to do. Yeah, I didn't even know premium Jello is a thing. I'm it's a thing. I'm like I'm going to Ranch Ninety Nine Super Gene Steroids. After yes, this. you have to. You must. Um, okay, so what is this over here? Guayaba. Yes. Okay, so this is also at my Asian grocery store. There's these awesome juices um, from this really cool. There's like a. There's like a. You ever seen like a cool Asian grocery store that has like almost like food courts inside of it? Yes, the best. Like Korean yes. Korean supermarkets to me are from the future. Yes. They do it all. Yes, and one near my house has food courts in it and one of the food courts is this awesome Filipino place that um has these juices and mm. um one of the juices is I don't know exactly how to say it but yeah, guayabana, guayaban, whatever. Mm. It's this really awesome yummy umami melony flavored fruit juice drink what the um, fuck there's so much i'm learning here from your fridge. I, know, I, I know and i've seen all the fridges i've seen everything i've I been know. to the mountaintop and now you're showing me that i, I have i'm not i just i just got to base camp i have not dude, summited you have not summited you're 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 peaking you're valleying you're valleying so 
It's yeah, it's really delicious and yummy, and it's especially good in mixed drinks. Um, because mm. it has this sort of like banana, I guess almost almost like banana plus coconutty flavor to it. Tropical, um, yeah, fun tropicalness. Tropical, but kind of umami. It's yummy. Wow, big wreck. And then what's this over here in the door? There's like something that looks brown, like a yes. brown. I don't even know how to describe what this fucking looks like. <laughs> That's like an okonomiyami sauce. Oh, you know? okay, gotcha. That yeah. kind of like thick, like Japanese barbecue sauce. Yeah, thick yeah. syrupy. This is why I'm surprised Japanese people aren't like all like 900 pounds because all their sauces are like cooked down sugar and soy sauce. And it doesn't matter. I, it doesn't matter. I think they have metabolism of the gods. Remember yeah. when we weirdly were both in Tokyo eating sushi at a su- revolving sushi restaurant? Yes. Oh my god, I forgot that. Isn't we that were, weird? We ran into each other in Tokyo. <laughs> yes, randomly. Both, randomly. I mean, I was there. You know, obviously our friend Drew was there, and but we were all there hanging together, and we were like, "Yeah, let's go eat at this like revolving sushi uh, uh, restaurant in this like fancy department store." On yeah. New Year's Day or New it was around there. Yes, it was around New because Year's. Because very little was open. Wow. That is yeah. fascinating. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. It's always very funny when you run into someone that you're familiar with in one place in a the other side of the fucking world. Yeah. It doesn't happen to me very often. No. <laughs> um, okay. Going to the second row here. I love yes. these. These are are these enoki mushrooms? Yes. Yes, love. yes, yes. Some Love of those, those were in that bean dip. They're delicious. They're good in everything. You can put them with, you can just like toss them with eggs. You can like. They're the best. They're so fucking good and good for you. And they're like the Japanese version of like white button mushrooms. Like what we, what's our just like catch all yes. mushroom in America. And they're so much more delicious and so very easy to prepare. Highly recommend them. Not too expensive. They're great. Yeah, um, big wreck. Easy. You uh, can put them in anything. Where is this takeout from that is that is walking the plank? You know, <laughs> that one is from my, um, so my husband, he like works at Apple. Ooh, flex. Flex. And he like sometimes comes home with like these like, because they have some sort of like, nice cafeteria situation at apple yeah yeah the tech the tech company's cafeterias are like three-star michelin restaurants yeah (laughs) and he'll always come home with some bullshit that's like actually like of course like healthy and delicious and convenient (laughs) like it was like a a halibut with asparagus and rice it's like oh my god this is like this is stupid what the kind of money that's over there um I That's what it. was in there, uh, in uh, yeah, hanging out, hanging out in the fridge. Wow! So he works at Apple. Apple. He's not like a gen- at the Genius Bar. Yeah, he works in Apple TV. In oh, the okay. More, yeah, behind the scenes. Well, it's not about him right now. It's about you. Yeah, me. Okay. It's about me. Me. Um, this looks like tahini to me. Peeking yes. in the corner. Yes, good Love. eye, Adut. Thank you, thank you. Truly amazing. Your vision on in this is already <laughs> shocking. <laughs> I am the fridge whisperer. That's why I'm so fascinated by this because there's so many things I've never seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> um, these these peppers are awesome. Tell me about these. You've got like it's like peppers, pickled peppers mm-hmm. in a jar. So okay, so I have to admit this is a this is an item that I am dumber to right because this is an awesome item my husband uses when he's cooking. You know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. So I, me, they are like, but they're like, you know, those peppers that are already like kind of, you know, marinated and delicious and ready to be put in like, for example, like sometimes my husband will make like a fancy toast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a fancy toast with stuff on top, like a yeah. cottage cheese and avocado pepper toast thing. Man, you really lucked out with this fucking Dude. Husband. I gotta I say. really, really lucked out. He really knows how to cook. And he just like gets it on like a weird level where he's like, he's like even just in dishes, he's just improvising. He's like, okay, something sour and something acidic and okay, wow. something salty and something umami. He's like, it's freaky. And he doesn't understand why a, a, d- a dumb comic like me is like, I couldn't, couldn't do that if my life depended on it. Which begs the question, what are you bringing to the table, Mono? Um, um, great attitude. Just a great, just a general smiles. <laughs> right. He's just moping around and crying all day long. <laughs> but an amazing chef. <laughs> but I am a great, I honestly am like, okay, you're going to cook. 
I'm cleaning. I'm putting away the dishes. I do the laundry. That's so, huge, honestly. Honestly, the cleaning thing, like people don't understand how much of a love language that is to to chefs, to, to chefy types. Totally. Like, we hate cleaning with such a passion that if that if you're gonna do that, it's like, you know, I, I will I will uh, uh, I'm gonna use the glove that you use to do the dishes and go get a ring that. Ma- <laughs> Totally. Based and off of that size. And he'll do some bullshit that I have to support. Like sometimes, you know how in like Bon Appetit videos where they're like putting salt in a bowl just to put it in the dish? Like yes. he'll do shit like that. <laughs> and one part of me wants to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like stop it. That's another dish for me to clean. Like stop like putting, you know what I mean? Like putting yes. the chopped peppers in a small dish to then put it in the skillet. It's like, right. but... Again, I'm I'm eating amazing shit, so I really usually shut the fuck up and just put up with it and clean it. Oh, he's really getting his money's worth out of you then. He doesn't go yes. straight from the cutting board into the frying pan. No, no. He'll he he really and again, I'm not knocking it, but he really spreads out. He really creates a, a maison sand. What is it called? Maison place? Maison place, yeah. He really gets into it. So, yeah, um, he's getting his money's worth. That is so good. I wonder if he just, that's his way to test your love to see, like, how many dishes <laughs> can I fit into this omelet? And I'll poke sometimes. I'll be like, this dish looks absolutely sparkling clean. <laughs> Is this clean? And he's like, I don't know. I don't remember. And I was like, fuck. Okay, I'll clean it. Really? The chopped chives needed their own dish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I, stuff like that, I am like, okay, I'm running the water on this one. I'm running it under the water. It's clean. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go back here. It looks like it, we have a Tupperware of cooked enoki mushrooms. Is that what that is? No, actually, those are bamboo shoots. Oh, fun. Um, delicious. Um, and there, that's just like a great, like little side, you know, to any meal. My, my husband's great at like incorporating veggies into our meals. So it's like, if we had them like literally on the side of something just to like, uh, I think we were having like some delicious like rice and meat, right? Like who doesn't love rice and meat? But then like we had some bamboo shoots on the side just to get some, something produce adjacent into our bodies. Yeah. Love it. Um, and next to it, I'm going to do some sleuthing. <laughs> Is this eggs from Vital Farms? Yes, yes. Oof. Very good. Wow. Guys, I got an FA, uh, basically an FA, and, that's, and, I, and I got Vital Farms from that. I mean, That was really impressive. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I love those eggs. They're fucking expensive lately, but they're Those very good. Eggs, man. I can't with the egg prices. You know what, though? I can with the... I'm, I've always been very pro spend the extra couple dollars for the eggs because the treatment of that poor chicken, mm-hmm. <laughs> the difference in treatment from the cheap eggs to expensive eggs is just... It's it's like the Holocaust versus like the Amman <laughs> spa for these poor chickens. It's like, let them have the Amman spa. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that you're pro chicken. You're like chicken strong. You're like yeah. fighting for the chicken guild. I yeah. love it. I mean, it's tough enough. They're living the life of a fucking farm chicken. Like it can't be that fun. So you're true. You're make so... it as fun as you can. You ain't lying. Okay, you've got these two enormous jugs of urine-colored liquid. Urine. There's no better way to describe it. I'm sorry. It's I know urine. this is a food podcast. Ding, ding, oh, ding, it ding, is urine. urine. Yeah. <laughs> um, those are two kinds of green tea. So, Oh, fun. We're trying to stay caffeinated. One is uh, Saint, Saintcha, you know, like Saintcha mm-hmm. green tea. Yeah. And one is Genmaicha. Oh, yeah. Genmaicha has got the popped uh, rice in it. Yep. Kind of like a rich barley kind of flavor, kind of like a weedish flavor in there. Both I great. love that. What a great so idea good. to have iced tea in the fridge all the time. I know it sounds stupid yeah. coming out of my mouth. You're saying that like, yeah, why not? But like why iced, not? cool green teas, that sounds Absolutely. very fun. It's, I mean, look, look, we all love caffeine. Do you do, I, I love caffeine, but I'm more and more trying to commit to better caffeine. Because it's like, look, I love the feeling of coffee, but it fucks you up. Yeah, I'm here for the fuck up. You should know that. Because <laughs> so can you have too much or are you like, there's no such thing as too much. I can have it all day. No, no, no. I can have too much. And after th- 2 p.m., 3 p.m., I'm getting into the danger zone where if I'm still drinking, I'm fucked. But my coffee regimen is one cappuccino in the morning, one espresso after lunch. And then yeah. that keeps me coasting. That's uh, nice. I, I'm, I'm here for that. I feel I'm, I'm happy that you're, um, you're doing it right. 
I have some friends who really do it all day long. Thanks to the good people of Breville and the Breville uh, Oracle Touch that I was uh, sent as an influencer. Oh, uh, that's so cool. Dude, get on my fucking influence level. Yeah, I'm fucking trying, dude. I don't need to do green tea. <laughs> I have a, a restaurant-grade espresso machine in my house that I got they for should free. Do, they should do some green tea pods. I would really love that because I have one of the Breville machines, and I really enjoy it. Uh, refreshing flavors, convenience, <laughs> and aromas. Um, no, but I really love it, too. Mono.agapian at gmail.com <laughs> yes. if you want to reach him. Send uh, it to me. <laughs> Give me. I, I do enjoy it. I wish they had some. They needed some tea options in there, too. Yeah, I'm with you. And especially now where, like, the matcha revolution is upon us. Oh, matcha's hot. Matcha is hotter than anything. And, like, and it was, it was, it was a slow burn. It wasn't quite overnight. It was like, right. It was a slow burn. But then before you know it, it's fucking everywhere. Have you been to Bodega Park in Silver Lake yet? No, I haven't. Delicious, amazing, wonderful. It's a brunch place with, like, a Korean twist. And Fun. they have, they one drink in particular that is special is they have a sparkling yuzu matcha tea that is uh it's like a matcha green tea with like this bubbly yuzu um seltzer in it yeah it's fucking refreshing dude <laughs> it's really wow. good so yeah. okay i'm going to i'm going to be vulnerable now if that's okay yeah i would love that i'm going to make an admission here on okay on my food podcast. On a okay. podcast about food. Everyone thinks I'm the expert. Wow, this is a moment. Hold on. Talking... <sighs> this is a moment. And okay, I'm, I'm going to first come out with my vulnerable um, confession. Okay. And then I'm going to give you my guess. So okay. my confession is, I don't think I know what matcha is. <laughs> okay. Great. I don't think I know what it is. I, if I'm being honest, I don't know what it is. If, mm-hmm. I'm, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. if I had to guess. Is it taking green tea leaves and pulverizing them into a powder and then mixing it like tea, but you're actually getting the tea? Is that what it is? I believe so, unless I'm mistaken, too. I very much believe so that's what matcha is. It could be a specific, like, mountain variety of a green tea leaf, but it's I'm pretty sure it's that's exactly what it is. I think you're talking out of your ass with the mountain variety. <laughs> I was following you, and then you said mountain variety. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, we can easily Google it, but I, I'm here for the uh, vulnerability of just making an uneducated guess and being like, I'm pretty sure that's what this is. I well, think that's we're... what it is. What else is it? Dirt? No. It's not dirt. It's not green dirt. Who knows? Maybe people have been drink- drinking dirt this whole time and they don't know. There's weirder uh, food trends that have taken over, that's right? True. There's that coffee that oh, is like pooped mud, out of mud, an animal. Mud water. And that's unless the fine folks at Mudwater want to send me refreshing, easy to enjoy samples that I can have with my on the go lifestyle. <laughs> uh, you know who sent me samples of coffee that I thought what? was very, very nice? The, those like, it's like a, a co- like firemen will like, will like do something on the side. Like, we're firemen, but we also make these artisanal yes, napkins. Of but, course. You know what I mean? Yes, and yes, so yes. There was like a firehouse that was making coffees and and they sent me their firehouse coffee. And you know, it was it was a it was a very nice gesture. I love um, those. I love those businesses. They're like always on Shark Tank. It's like we're in, we're in the Navy. But one day we decided we really like umbrellas. You know, it's like Here's a problem with umbrellas. You're like, as oh, a Navy okay. SEAL, I get wet all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very very sweet of them. Anyway, the mystery of matcha is what the new name of this podcast is. The mystery of matcha. I will. And- I will. You know, we do interstitials uh, before going to commercial break, and yours will absolutely be what the fuck is matcha tea. So don't <laughs> worry, we'll, we'll get you in there. Okay. Last thing in the fridge that I want to cover is Please. we've got this uh, beautiful chili sauce here in the yes. doorway, top right. Yes. Um, love, love. Is that one of the crispy ones? All the kids love the crispy ones. It's not a – we do have crispy ones by, hiding behind that one as well, but mm-hmm. it's not a crispy one. It's a bit more traditional. It's more akin to sambal 
or, you know, I forget the other similar product to Sunball, but it's, it's akin to that. It's chunky. It's uh red peppery. Um, nice. It's really good. Very good. Like a little bit of like a gochujangi situation. Maybe. I think it's even, yeah, it might be even, even more traditional than gochujang to be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's more traditional chili sauce with the chunks in it. Shots fired gochujang. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> Mono is saying, you're the fucking, you're like BTS. You're brand new. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been around for that long. It's kind of, yeah, sorry. You're kind of long in the tooth, my friend. Is there anything that I've missed here that uh, you want to cover? You know, you missed the, there's some takeout containers from Gus's Barbecue. Have oh. you had Gus's Barbecue? I have not. I've heard of it. Do, very do, good. Really? Very good. Yeah, very, very, very good. And I don't like a lot of barbecue places, especially in LA. Gus's Barbecue, great sides, great meats, big wreck. Are you trying to get free Gus's Barbecue now? Is that what's happening? What are you talking about? You think <laughs> I'm here to talk about the fine, high-quality meats that are cooked for over 48 hours at Gus's Barbecue in South Pasadena? You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. No, it has nothing to do with the wonderful, warm welcome that I receive when I go to Gus's. Are you telling me that I give a fuck that it's founded in 1916, making it the oldest barbecue joint in the Hollywood area? You think I'm going to give a shit about that? <laughs> that it has a rich heritage of SoCal uh, uh, greats that it draws upon? I don't care about that, Dan. You think I care that right when I walk in the door, I'm treated like family? Like it feels like home? No. Come on, Dan. You think you think anyone is even talking about the way their recipes haven't changed since the day they opened? And you can count on a big bowl of comforting mac and cheese. The second you get in there, I don't care about that, Dan. I am real. I'm, I'll never sell out. My favorite part about this is that you were trying so hard to get like a free $8 barbecue plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just I... be- I'm Venmoing you the $8. <laughs> You've earned it. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, WTF is matcha. As much as we think it's a hot new trend, it's been around for over a thousand years. In China, during the Tang Dynasty, in the years 600-ish, tea leaves were steamed and formed into tea bricks for storage and trade. The tea was prepared by roasting and pulverizing the tea, mixing the resulting tea powder in hot water, then adding salt. So what is the matcha that we know as matcha today? It's the finely ground powder of specially grown and processed green tea leaves, so I guess I was kind of right. The green tea plants used for matcha are shade-grown for three to four weeks before harvest. The stems and veins are removed during processing. During shade growth, the plant produces more tannin and caffeine, so think of it as a more high-octane tea. But you know what I found no information about? This mystery mountain-grown tea that Mana was mentioning. So while we're both wrong, I'm a slightly less wrong. All right, so I'm going to get to the questions that I start asking every guest towards the middle of the episode, starting with, what is Mano's earliest food memory? You know, I think grilled cheese. I think it's like after church, I we would go to this um, this place in North Carolina called Tex and Shirley's Pancake House. Mm. And they had a kid's menu, and I remember that there was a grilled cheese, and next to the grilled cheese, there was a little cartoon elephant, and um, it was just a classic restaurant grilled cheese, like crunchy, grilled within an inch of its life, flat, stretchy cheese. Mm. I fucking love a good traditional grilled cheese. I'm with you. I like a good hipsterified one too, but I think the OG, give me the Wonder Bread, give me the processed American cheese. It's not going to yeah. get much better than that. Yeah. It's, um, it's delicious. I, I want one now. And it's so hard as an adult to make yourself a grilled cheese. It feels yeah. so crazy. <laughs> yeah. It does feel crazy. You feel like <laughs> child service is going to come, come and be like, what's going on in this home? Yeah, it could um, take you away from yourself. Like you, you're, it's like the what fifty one fifty rule. It's like, sorry, this person is means to harm themselves, and I right. can now place them in a mental health institution. 
Um, okay, what is your death row meal? So let's think of a good reason for you to be on death row. Let's say mm. this episode comes out and you wait patiently for Gus's to reach out to you to make you their new brand ambassador, mm-hmm. the, the barbecue place. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> you go over there <laughs> and... Can't. You can't. You're telling me so I had to pay $8? I had to pay $8? No. I can't. I won't. No, you go there. You go there. You're anti-gun, but you're not anti-dynamite. Uh, and you fucking <laughs> dynamite the whole place. <laughs> now you're that's on a, death row. That's a great way to honor my Palestinian heritage, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's full circle. It's a little... It's full circle. Make it poetic. Allah ak barbecue is what you say right before... <laughs> Can we please open Allahu Akbar barbecue? OMG. Allahu Akbar barbecue. Oh my god. Oh my god. We're on fire. <laughs> my brother and I were talking we were like we should open a kosher yakitori place called Yakitora. Yakitora is fucking amazing. <laughs> and, and I mean in LA of all places people immediately go, "Yes. Yes. yes. Take all my money. Take it all. <laughs> I hate my money. Take it." Um <laughs> Okay, death row meal. Oh God! So wait, is it just like one thing? Is it like two things? Like you have to give me. I, I'll I'll lose my mind. But maybe like one thing and a dessert. Or is that we're a is very lenient? We're a very lenient prison. Okay. Okay. We make dreams come true. I'm gonna keep it pretty simple. Okay. I'm just gonna keep it simple for my brain because I could yeah. go forever. Okay. I have three things in mind. Uh, the perfect cheese pizza. Just mm. a perfect pillowy cheese pizza somehow crunchy pillowy chewy somehow all three mm. do you have a place I, in mind that that has gotten um, close to this uh, gold standard there's a couple places obviously we're going with la right so my standard in la is less strong but um, you can go anywhere this prison can get stuff flown in from anywhere okay i'll be crazy and say like there was this weirdly enough the best piece i've ever had was in tokyo which was not weird at all, it's right? The pizza capital of the world. Yeah, they have like more uh, Michelin starred Italian restaurants than Italy. Fun fact. <laughs> um, so it, there was one specific there. I forget what it was called. It was called like whatever. It was like a Napoleon Na- Napolitano style pizza wood fire kitchen. Yeah. That cheese pizza. Yes, that's that's not that's a fucking great call right there. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I'll just say, like, I would like, ooh, like a crunchy Korean. I want, like, a few crunchy Korean, like, fried chicken wings. That's fun. Like yeah, that makes, re- that tracks. Yeah. That's and good. And then just, like, a pint of uh, crazy decadent ice cream. Like, um, I'll say it. Recent, Van Leeuwen right now has an ice cream cake flavor. Hmm. That's irresponsibly good. Really? Yeah, it's irresponsible. It's wild. It has like uh, a frosting ribbon, chunks of cake, a Oof. nice vanilla sweet cream base. It's really good. Um, you're one of those guys who has a, I don't know how to put this, hot, sexy body. Oh my you're, God. You're Thank a hot, you. sexy body guy. So Thank you. I, ne- I didn't, no one told me. How often are you getting the Van Leeuwen? You know? Pretty often, like pretty often. I I love I love ice cream, but like I maybe I'm I'm actually good at like getting the kid size. Maybe that's the that's oh, the that's, uh, that's the uh, compromise because I'm I'm gonna eat ice cream, but like I will actually be like okay, I'm gonna get like the kid scoop, and then they kind of like sneer at you, but you're like, dude, I'm trying to have it all. Give me the kid scoop. <laughs> that yeah, that tracks because I mean, unless you've changed since uh, you've gotten married. I um, no, sh- I'm still fucking hot. I'm still. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind of you to say. I appreciate that. I'd um, say it to every one of my guests. You should not good. take this. Uh, don't don't take but this I'll, compliment. But I'll literally believe it. every guest. It doesn't. Okay, matter good. What like. I'll believe it. Good. Okay, good. I'm I'm, I'm delusional enough that I will. I won't remember that part, but I'll remember the other part. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, act as if. So, what is your best high-end meal you've ever had? Okay, a best high-end meal. Oh, gosh. Oh, bees. I, uh, bees. Um, there's been a couple. I'm remembering one, and this is going to be deeply unhelpful, but there was, like, this cool, like, pop-up 
they did in in LA in this like in the um there's like a little Tokyo Heritage Museum. Mm-hmm. And they did like this pop-up from this like cool fancy chef and where he like did sort of a omakase of fun Japanese food. And, you know, it was one of those things where, like, you're just signing up for whatever he wants to make you. And mm. it was, like, sushi and tempura and, uh, you know, like, a rice bowl with salmon roe on it. It was just, like, fun little, a, a lot of small courses. Sounds like uh, you went to, what's that, like, fast food Japanese restaurant in L.A.? Yamashita? Uh, oh, my no. God, Yoshinoya. Yoshinoya. God damn it. Yeah, Yoshinoya, that was the name of it. Yo, how'd you know? <laughs> that would have been so much more funny. Uh, what is <laughs> the best low-end meal that you've ever had? This can be Yoshinoya if you want it to be. Low-end. What's cheap? I do think In-N-Out sucks. I'm so done with people liking In-N-Out. I don't Whoa. like that. Wait, hold I think on. I am going to push. I'm going to push back a little bit. Is push. that okay? Of course. Is it just because of the hype that you're anti-hype? Uh, you know, I feel that way about certain restaurants that have tons of hype. But if they didn't have the hype, and if it was just a neighborhood joint, and I walked in, I'd be like, "Yeah, this is this is great." Um, is it that, or you actually don't like the taste of it? I think it gets a ton of things wrong that everyone's overlooking. Like the bun is just bad. It's like the bun is so bullshit. Mm. I I guess I like I don't think it tastes that good. I really don't. And it's like, I'm pretty easy to please. But like, I, I think it really, it's weird to me. I think it's not my style of burger. Okay, so like Shake Shack is my style of burger. Right, right. And that's like a kind of a different, is that what, is that like a char burger? Is that like a... It's a little bit of a thicker patty than an yeah. in and out burger is. It's got a little bit more tooth to it. And uh, the bun is probably a little more softer and decadent. And I think my palate, see, I don't like the lettuce, tomato, onion thing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. my palate for a burger is pretty much like burger cheese mushroom. Oh, fun. Or like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, I don't, I don't really get much enjoy out of the toppings. So I yeah. think that's why like In N Out doesn't hit my sensor because like a lot of people like the traditional burger toppings. Yeah. Um, it's and funny. that's what there's they do. This, there's this food influencer guy. His name is How Kev Eats. And he eats in his car. He like that's his whole thing. He eats in his car, mm-hmm. and he's like trying to lose weight this month. <laughs> so he went to In and Out and got the bunless, uh, the bunless burger, and it's just like, and it didn't even have the lettuce on it. It was just like he just put a bun with cheese and onions in his hand, and he's eating it like just like just hoovering it off of his hand. I was like, this is just stay overweight, bro. Don't do this to us. <laughs> Yeah, that's like it's so sad that like the crossover between like your personal like you ma- making yourself a brand for lack of a better word, right? It's yeah. like this man is putting his wellness and body image at risk for the sake of this brand he's kind of pushing out there. Look, I get it. We're all doing it in different yeah. ways, but you you feel sad for him. I mean, in the food, especially when you become a food influencer, it's like, because I don't do that. I don't like to take, I take pictures of my food here and there, but I'm not the, at the restaurant videotaping me enjoying it. I think it takes a lot of the enjoyment out of the restaurant in general. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't want to be the person who's dependent on like, all right, guys, I have to order 17 things here so that it looks like, you know, this is going to look good on camera. Yes. Um, So, yes, it is, it is, it is a little, it's a little bit of a... Of an endless cycle because then you start getting the influencer stuff where restaurants are like, come here and we'll pay you. And then mm-hmm. that's it. You know, you got to you got to get a good personal trainer. Um, yeah. <laughs> wait, so you just gave me which one? Okay, so you hate In-N-Out. Is there one I hate In-N-Out. Yeah, there's something cheap I love. What do I love that's cheap and delicious? Okay, here's a weird one. The fried chicken at Ralph's. weirdly delicious wow you go to a ralph's grocery store you get a piece of fried chicken like and but you have to go when it's like peak you have to go between like noon and 3 p.m you know what i'm saying like you have to go at lunchtime and it's actually gonna be hot and it's actually gonna be delicious it's actually well seasoned and it's like two bucks you know what i'm saying it's like cheap and delicious i'm fascinated yeah yeah, big I mean, wreck. 
I don't know. He's trying to get free Ralph's fried chicken now, guys. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> of all the places that you could be getting influencer stuff. I, I shouldn't. I want to. I hate that I'm about to say this, but I, I want to gatekeep. I'm gatekeeping. There's also a place in LA that's in my neck of the woods called One One Dumpling. Okay. So good. Cheap. Oh. Good. It's It's a place that has like five items on the menu. You show up, you have to pay in cash or Venmo. It is so good and so cheap and um a real gem of the uh in the Alhambra San Gabriel Valley pocket. Wow. Yeah. One one dumpling. Putting them on the map, here we go. Hell yeah. They deserve it. All right. You like the sauce. You like to drink. Yeah, I do. Um, do you have a favorite drunk food? Oh, yum. Favorite drunk food. I already said a couple of them. Pizza, wings. Mm. Oh, yeah, Taco Bell. We all love Taco Bell. Wait, so so you're telling me that your death row meal, which was pizza and wings, (laughs) is also your favorite drunk food? Yeah. That is your peak end of life is (laughs) I want to get hammered and have pizza and wings. Yeah, I think so. I think that's it for me. Like... (laughs) And I mean, frankly, uh, what is the difference between liquor death and actual death? You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Um, I do agree, though, that uh, drunk food eating is the most satisfying food eating that there is. It's just Taco Bell hits the spot, baby. Heaven. I love Taco Bell. You have a hangover cure? You have a special hangover cure? Do I have a hangover cure? Not really. I I don't really. I think food is good. Food is good, but I don't. I don't really believe in much. Um, I think guys, you heard it here first. Food is good. (laughs) He's a man of few words. (laughs) (laughs) Food good. Food good. Breville me. Breville fine coffee for you. Um. Yeah. I. I think no. I think you have to suffer. I don't really believe in hangover cures. Yeah, that's why you have a hot, skinny body. When I'm hungover, I'm just like, great, this is an excuse to become a garbage human for the rest of the day. Yeah. You know? Trust me, I eat like hell. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe in eating. I think eating is good for you. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Food good, you four. <laughs> Who is your favorite celebrity food personality? Um, uh, Bebo Bop, food personality. Um, do you know who Mang Chi is? I don't think so. Oh, she's awesome. So she's on YouTube. She's on TikTok. She's like this sweet older um, Korean uh, cook and chef who kind of like shows you how to make really fun Korean dishes at in, at your home, in your home kitchen. And she is just has this like mom energy. Mang Chi. How do you spell that? I believe M-A-A-N-G. C-H-I. Munchie. Okay, she's that's a awesome. good one. I don't think that's ever been uh, mentioned on the show. She's great. She's goofy. She's lovable. She's dorky. She, um, she's, of. you're going to laugh in, during her videos. There's no, like, there's no put on. She's not pretending to be anyone she's not. I think I, that's mm. what I really enjoy, the authenticity of Munchie. She is just a mom who accidentally, I mean, not even accidentally, right? Like, look, she's trying to be successful. Yeah. But she's created her own success just by kind of sharing Korean recipes, and she's really fun. I love that. That is such a good answer, because, you know, it's always like, Anthony Bourdain, he's my fucking guy. It's like, Boo. My- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's dead. Sorry, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, we Sorry. didn't mean to. That, we're just having fun. No. We love you. We love you, Anthony. I do like Bourdain. Who doesn't like Bourdain? I mean, I know, on. but everyone loves Bourdain. But I'm almost thinking of changing this question to who's your favorite celebrity food personality besides Anthony Bourdain? Because everyone <laughs> is like says Bourdain, and they think they're the first person saying Bourdain. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you for Mangchi. What is your desert island food? Trapped on a desert island, one food Ooh. you're never going to get tired of it. Okay. Um, I'll probably say like. An awesome fried rice. Huh? Like uh. a really, okay, because I'm saying that because obviously there's like, there's just, there can be good food diversity even inside of a fried rice. You know, you're yes. getting, you're getting your rice, your veg, your carrots, your corn, uh, maybe yeah, even you're, kimchi. You're beating kimchi the fried system. Rice. You're I'm beating, beating the, the system. system. You're like, beating let's, uh, let's have a croissant fried rice today. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, sometimes when you get like multiple meats in a fried rice, ooh, yeah. I love that. When you get like the shrimpy, beefy, chickeny one, yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a I think great that answer. Good. I don't think anyone's ever said that answer. Fantastic! Another fantastic fools. answer. Fools, they're all fools. By mono. <laughs> Thanks. I like food. <laughs> well, what food don't you like? Is there a food that you can't stand eating? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think there's definitely some bullshit foods. This is going <laughs> to shock everyone. I don't, I really don't, I don't, uh, okay. When they're anything, I'll eat them. But raw pickles for me is weird. Hmm, a raw dill pickle, not for me. Interesting. It's like a raw cucumber pickle is what we're talking about. Yes. And I, you literally, saying this out loud, put the pieces together for me. Like, so you know how I love grilled cheese and that's one of my first food memories Mm -hmm. i remember sometimes that would come with like a pickle spear on the side Mm. and sometimes the pickle spear would touch the crispy of my grilled cheese and get like that corner like pickly and sour Mm. and i hated that Ah. i don't want that i don't want that briny flavor on my grilled cheese interesting so okay I so, feel like if I yeah. were a therapist, I would say it's time to forgive the pickle. <laughs> because no. The pickle had... <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. That's fair. I think this is a very fair assessment. Do you like other cultures' pickles? Like, do you like Japanese pickles? Yes. Interesting. So, okay. like, when they're in other stuff, like, yeah, I love, oh, my God, pickled ginger. I mean, you know, any sort of fun pickle. Like, I love kimchi. I love I love all other kinds of pickles, like the pickles inside of a banh mi, yum. But I think I have some baggage specifically with a pickle spear. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well. I got to um, work through that in therapy, don't I? Yeah, I think you do. I think stop working on yourself and start working on the pickle. <laughs> How many other pickles have you rejected in your life? Mm. pickles in quotes because of no fault of their own yeah i'm 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 making some awful i'm making i'm doing some awful awful things <laughs> i'm i'm an awful therapist i should not be <laughs> yeah wait wait a second so i, I, I should like not have shit. gone to this groupon therapist he just kept asking he just really dived into the pickle thing <laughs> last question my favorite question mm. what is or what are your restaurant pet peeves okay i actually just had a pretty stupid restaurant experience today um mm. i went to breakfast republic in west hollywood Throw it Wait, away. Breakfast Republic or Republic for breakfast? <laughs> no, no, Breakfast Republic. Oh, okay, no, I was, I was being earnest. I wasn't sure. Less nice. Yes, Republic is like nice and fancier, I think. Right. <laughs> breakfast Republic is like a tourist trap on Santa Monica. Um, terrible. Really yeah. bad. And our our server came and then truly disappeared and again i don't give a shit like i don't need to be waited on hand and foot but truly we never saw that man again the man took our order and we he didn't even serve us like we never saw that man ever 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 hold on again. maybe he had like a heart attack in the bathroom mono and you're like fuck this place <laughs> fuck this place Poor guy. but maybe he didn't again look to this man i get it serving's a very hard shitty job so I have empathy, but I still had a bad experience. It was dumb. Um, And also, like, the food came, and it was, like, on sort of a dirty... Like, the plate was... The food was slopped onto the plate, and the plate was, like, chipped in a way where I was like... Interesting. Chipped cutlery. I never thought... That's a good one, actually. Unless you go to, like... like, It feels so first world. What a first world problem. But I was still like, I don't want to... I'm already, like, questioning who's making this meal. Right. You know, this is also the issue of having amazing food at home is that you become hypercritical when you're out in, in the world. Yeah, that's true. T. I'm I'm with you on the chip plates thing. Unless I'm at like some like, you know, those like hipster, I want the plate, like my grandma's plates, like every plate is different. All mm-hmm. the cutlery is different. I, mm-hmm. I can, I'm okay with a chip plate in that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's charming and adorable. But I'm when I'm at this place and I'm already on edge. I'm already yeah. on edge because I'm if you're like Breakfast Republic. You're the Republic of <laughs> Breakfast, and you're Thank telling me you. you have chipped plates. No, thank you. That that's a banana republic, is what that, that is. Thank you, and I'm not talking the clothing store. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. That's a it's a problem. I'll get over it. I'll get through it. We'll survive. But it was just a pretty bullshitty experience. So wait, yeah. is that did that answer your question? What did I not like? Yeah, I guess I, that that does. You bad service and 
bad sloppy. presentation, yeah. sloppy cutlery. I, again, I don't think we've ever gotten chip, chipped cutlery. Mono, you've given us so many firsts on Green Eggs and Dan, and wow. we're so many episodes in. Like this is this is very cool for me. This was a very fun episode for me. So thank you very much. For oh my on. god, you've got it. Thank you for letting me scream my opinions. <laughs> Isn't it fun? <laughs> Yo, it's so fun. I can't believe how. I also never thought that opening a fridge would be interesting. Like it's so interesting to be like, oh yeah, there's. A thousand stories in this fridge. <laughs> you know, it truly was like, oh, yeah, there's stories here. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's the most vulnerable someone can be is by showing you their fridge. Yeah. Yeah, so, totally. It's great. Um, well, okay. Tell me, tell the people where they yes. can find you. All right. Um, follow me at Mono Agapian, wherever you um, are on the socials. Follow me there. And look out for my new podcast that's dropping specifically in July. I'm doing a podcast with Oscar Montoya um, mm. called The Tri Gaze. And it's part of Earwolf Presents. So it'll be dropping every Friday in July. Super fun. We're uh, taking a look at straight culture, trying to better understand the things in straight culture that we never experienced as queers, and asking our fun friends like John Gabris, Paul F. Tompkins, top of the call sheet, uh, call sheet. Nicole Byer, uh, we have Carl Tart and Lamar Woods. We're asking them about straight culture, and they're educating us. So come check that out. It's a really fun time whether you're gay straight or in between oh that's a very fun concept because you know the reverse is what you're always told is like educate yourself of you know the minority group and it's very fun to to look at the majority group and be like i need to educate myself on these aliens (laughs) fully fully Uh, and you are aliens you're all freaks um (laughs) (laughs) no um it's really it's a really fun time and it's like really a, a fun goofy adventure into like better understanding your friends because uh there are people you love and you genuinely like i want to better understand football like in in a way that doesn't feel like i'm making fun of you i genuinely (laughs) don't understand it (laughs) i love it awesome well um that's gonna be great thank you so much again mano i appreciate you so much i think you're so hilarious and uh this uh, this exceeded my wildest expectations, and boy, did I have expectations. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Dan. Of course, of course. All right, take care. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.